full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. It was nice to see a little bit of moisture out there today. No, I just can't have it rain for the rest of the day. Got a softball game tonight. No, it's okay you get rained out. Everybody will be very happy if your game gets rained out. Why would everybody be happy, Eric? Well, multiple reasons. One, they don't have to see you on the mound or on the field. I'm not so I'm actually field. not the pitcher. Gavin Vanderbeek's the pitcher and he he throws the nastiest spin ball. Um it's it's thirty percent illegal, seventy percent unhittable, but it is sweetness. I play shortstop. I lead my team in airs. Um but I think I'm like second in batting average for the team right now. Hitting a lot of singles, no, not a lot of doubles, no home runs. Just you know, putting the ball in play where uh, nobody is and uh, getting on base. You know, uh, I'm I'm a nitty gritty kind of softball player. Gavin is our home run hitter, so he's a pitcher and he bats fourth. He's like the Shohani Otani um, Angels player. Shohani Otani, yeah, okay, um, who's really good. That's him. I'm Mike Trout. I'm more like the second guy. You like a little fish? No, I'm Mike Trout. I'm like the second best player on the team. Oh. Really, really good. But people would rather see rain than uh, Jay. Well, Maybe you could see both. I want to see raindrops fall from the sky, not softballs. Well, you don't even watch anyway, so what does it matter to you? Maybe You used I to do. want to go to your kid's game tonight, huh? You jerk. You don't even want to go watch your kid play tonight. They played last night in the playoffs. Oh, they win? They did win. They're still really? in it. Oh, yeah, man. It's good. Oh, man. All right. Well, good my, for him. My little guy, he just sits there and he just watches the pitches. Throws the glove in the air. Catches <laughs> the glove from the air. All right. You saw a good pitch. Now take a swing. <laughs> take your base. We had a very animated umpire again last night. Was it him? He, he loves calling the outs. Was it him? Uh, he jumps up and he does this whole... Throwing his arms out. You're out. Dude, he's back, huh? I need yeah. to come watch a game with him there. Yeah, you and see how he does. I need to come support uh, support your kid. It's part of the entertainment. It's yeah. Good. Oh, I'm sure and it he is. does a good job. He keeps the kids in line and keeps I'm the parents sure he entertained. Does. Oh, I'm sure he keeps the parents. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's loving that role right there. Yeah. Hey, uh, four three five three three nine zero three two one to text into our Gil Mortgage text line again. Four three five three three nine. 0321. Hey, we haven't done something in a long, long time. And that's roll call. Where are you listening? Mm. How you hanging on? Where are you at? What you doing? Uh 9315 texted in. He's he's listening to old good Bear Lake. Good old Bear Lake listening to the full court press today. Thanks for joining us on the 106 on the fan mobile app or streaming us on 106onthefan.com. What about you? What about the rest of you? All right, with the 4781. Mike Trout sucks, RJ. He doesn't suck. His team sucks. But where are you listening from anyways? 5338. AJ also leads the FCP in errors. That might be true. <laughs> 7039. TC in the house. Lynn is listening from Spanish Fork. 
All the way over there in Utah County. We got a uh, got Nagy from Utah County listening to us today. Excellent. Love it. Uh, let's see, 4781's hanging out in Logan today listening. Thanks for listening to the Full Court Press. 435-339-0321 for your Gil Mortgage text line. Where are you listening? How are you hanging on? How are you doing today? Got a little moisture. Yeah. As some people like to call it, dehydrated pee. <laughs> what? I have yeah. never heard that before. You never have? Life. Yeah, that's the uh, that's an old saying, Eric. It's an old saying. It's an old saying. From yeah, when RJ? you're when you're dehydrated. No, no, I learned it on. Uh, I learned it from a friend. Um, that when it's raining clear, that means, or when you're peeing clear, it means you're dehydrated. If you're peeing clear, it means you are hydrated. Oh yeah, hydrated. Sorry. If you're peeing orange, that means you're dehydrated. Okay, I've never done that in my life. I've never made a uh, sun kissed. It's been more. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, hydrated. So hydrated pee. Uh, four seven eight one. Yes, the Angels are trash. That's not nice. Nine eight five one. Headed back to the office in Logan from Preston. Hey, hope you're enjoying your drive. Traffic's good out there. Thanks for listening to us. Nine eight five one. Greatly appreciate you. Hey, Eric. Um, rumor got out today earlier in the morning about midnight. Let's say. That there has been rumor of disconnect between Dennis Lindsay and Quinn Snyder. Um, oh, really? Some of it, yeah. Some I have of not it, heard that. Some of it was based on the fact that uh, Quinn Snyder would not play Dante Exum. That Quinn, you know, Dennis will draft these guys, and Quinn doesn't give him minutes. Um, frustrated with rotations. I think I and I wonder if there's some kind of a hypothetically, and this is just a conspiracy theory of all of them, Eric. Ryan Smith is really close with Danny Ainge, who no longer has a job with the Boston Celtics. Is Ryan Smith trying to chase out Dennis Lindsay to bring Danny Ainge in? If so, that's a big mistake. Yeah, I. Who's the worst GM, I, Danny Ainge or Dennis Lindsay? Well, that's just it. I mean, we're. It's tough because Danny Ainge made some great moves when he was in Boston. He put together some really good teams, championship teams. He's done something Dennis Lindsay's never been able to do, yep. win a championship. Yep. Um, but on the other hand, I think we like what Dennis Lindsay's doing for Utah. What is he doing for Utah, though? If he's not made building some a, good draft choices. If he's not building a championship team, what is trades. he doing? I mean, they're making a good team, but what does it take to build a great team? I'm not sure what your point What? But going from good to great is the hardest thing to do. Danny Ainge has been able to do it. Yes. By the way, the report came courtesy of Clevis Murray of The Athletic. He said, he's again, he's told there's a disconnect in the relationship between Dennis and Quinn. There's been some belief Lindsay could be uh, could depart from the team. Snyder signed a long-term contract extension in with the Jazz in 19. Wow. Well, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Um, I think there's certainly something that's there. There's some young talent that uh, the front office is trying to to get, but at the same time, they've also been able to make some moves to get some really good, experienced talent. Yeah, Boyan Bogdanovich, Mike Connolly, um, into the mix, bringing back Derek Favors. So. I mean, what do you do? I mean, you've got such good 
so many good players already in front of you in rotation. But that's what, where the Jazz really got exposed against the Clippers is they didn't have enough, enough depth. They didn't have enough in their rotation. Do you think that Dennis would, would have a rightful beef with Quinn if, if, well, he's not playing the guys that I draft? He's not given the chances that I give him. I mean, we look at Dante Exum. I mean, where is he now? Cleveland? Houston? Houston, wherever. Like, I think, he would, I think Quinn was right in that regard. I think that was one of his right calls. Right, the fact that you didn't like readily know where he was says all you need to know. Yeah, exactly. That's that's spot on. Because well, he's had a lot of injury problems, but he just has never really been able to get going. Uh, going back to roll call really quickly. Five four five two. It's Piranhas in the house, sitting at the old office desk, enjoying the show. Thanks, Piranhas, for listening. Two three zero five. He's preparing dinner for his wife, who is working. Just prepared a salad. We'll have steaks tonight. I need your address. I'm having Wendy's right now. I need your address immediately. <laughs> Eric, when are we going to have a dinner together? When are we going to have a barbecue together? You know? Just the old pal and I. You know? Having some steaks on the grill. You know, on the George Foreman. On the George Foreman? Yeah. I saw it on The Office. Michael Scott was cooking steaks on the George Foreman. And I thought, hey, Eric, that's you and me. You know, just sitting outside the building here. Grilling a couple old, good old steaks. What kind of steaks I, have you? I can't imagine grilling a steak on a George Foreman. 2305? What kind of steaks do you like? Isn't it like turkey steaks? Weird looking steaks? Um, there's the really good steaks. I can't remember what okay, steaks what, are. What's, your, what's the best cut for IJ? Medium rare. No, that's, that's how well it's cooked. What's the cut? I'm not um, gonna throw out suggestions. I just, what is your top of mind? What's on the? Do you even know that? If yeah, it cuts no, it no, meat? yeah, I do. I like the filet Magon. Uh, yeah, Magon, I think is what it's called. Filet Magon. Yeah, sounds like something you'd get at McDonald's. No, it's really good. It's really good. It's it's awesome. I love the filet Magon. I want the filet Magon with some see you later fries. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop it. That, oh, look, that's what 2305's having, the Filet Magon. What do you know? Filet Magon. It's really good. Uh, oh, 9851, ribeye, hands down, Eric. I've never had a ribeye steak. Are you an A1? So, for me, the my my favorite cuts This is ribeye. a great show right now. My favorite cuts of ribeye. My wife, she prefers the New York. Oh, you guys eat rich. No, but if we ever do get a chance to eat steak, that's those are the ones we order. In, the, in your New York steak, I'm like, oh, man, that's 100 bucks a slab. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, 7039. Don't forget about the movie night. We Yeah, hey, we, we're having a movie night coming up. You and I. No, you know, you're going to watch the movies, and I'm going to watch the movies, and then we'll yeah. get back together and talk about Eric. it. Eric. You need to spend some time with your co-host. Your your schedule doesn't quite match up with it mine. It matches up great. I'm I mean, flexible. I try to make it work, but I'm flexible. Monday through Thursday, eight to five. Friday, Saturday, nine to six. Sunday, ten to one. Whatever you want to do, I'm available, man. Okay, call me maybe. <laughs> Two three zero oh, five. That's Ooh. not what your wife said. It's <laughs> not what Reggie said. <laughs> Two three zero oh, five. Get your seasonings from Texas Roadhouse. They are the best. Ooh, I've never tried that. Okay, so That's here's a really the thing: good idea. is that is that when the you rub makes a big difference. What you the rub. rub the rub on your meat 
Makes all the difference. Would you grow up? Would you be mature for once? I'm talking about steaks. No, you're, you're not. No, about. yeah. You gave me that I, look I, like, I don't know what's here going comes through 15 your mind. year old Eric. Hey, the rub on your meat. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay, well, 2305. Okay, so here's the thing is, I don't dare get seasonings from a restaurant because it won't taste as good as it does at the restaurant. The food won't. I'll do it wrong. I'll do it wrong. I'll screw it up somehow. Texas Roadhouse won't screw up my steak. Uh, 9851. Ribeye, hands down, Eric. I just read that text yeah. already, dude. Amen. Well, it, it's worth saying again because he agrees with me. <laughs> Did he say the rubeye or the ribeye? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just curious. I really was just curious. Hey, um, on oh, mind, we can't talk about that yet. Oh, dang it. I forgot. I was going to try to figure out a way to watch ESPNU earlier this afternoon. Why? They were doing scrimmages at the draft combine. Oh, and Mimi's really? Mimi's group was uh, later in the afternoon. Uh, Chad Ford reporting that Quentin Grimes, Namiya Keta, and Jason Preston were standouts in the first half. Well, that might be still going on. I'll have to look at that. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> so, Mountain West Wire... Put up a thing of, uh, let's see, uh, it's called Utah State Football. First look at the Washington State Cougars. <laughs> Utah State Football, let's take a look at the Cougars. Um, Their prediction, by the way, is 34-21 Washington State. That wouldn't be a bad loss. I'd be okay with that. By the way, uh, Savon Scarver, named All-American Athlete uh, by Phil Steele, fourth or Fourth team, All-American, I feel still. I don't know how much people actually care about that, but. Uh, anyways, yeah. 34, yeah, good for yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. 34-21 is his prediction. Washington State, Utah State opening week, uh, September 4th, right? Friday night game? Or was that Thursday night? That's Thursday night, I believe. Let me make sure. September. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I like that, though. Washington State, Utah State, game one. I'm actually looking forward to that. Oh, me too. September 4th, 9 p.m. Oh, man. That's a late kickoff. That sucks. I'm sick of late kickoffs. 9 p.m., dude. That's brutal. So yeah. there's just an uh, 8 p.m. kickoff in Pullman then? Yeah. That's, that's bad. That's not great. Um, you know, I'm excited about these predictions coming through. Now you, you kind of get a list of, you know, what guys are going to look like or, you know, or what, you know, people think of Utah State. Obviously, it's not been very high. You've read off some things about, you know, people saying Utah State's going to be, uh, they're like, they're overrunners, like a two and a half or three or whatever, three and a half. Um, that a lot of people have them second to last in their own division, just above New Mexico. I just don't see it. I'm way, I'm, I'm an optimistic Aggie fan. Yeah, when it comes for Utah State football, I think there's a lot of people that are selling the Aggies short. And I get it. Look, they only won one game last year. Uh, there was a lot of dysfunction. There was a lot of stuff uh, out in the locker room uh, in the offseason that was not good. No, not at all. And it created a lot of problems. Yep. 
Um, I think a lot of that has been solved, uh, especially with the new coaching staff. Uh, but when I see who's coming back and some of the new people coming in, I'm I'm excited. I don't know that they're going to be you know challenged for their division. I'm not going to make that claim, but I think they could be good enough to be a bowl eligible team. I think there's a lot of really awesome energy in that locker room right now with uh, this new coaching staff and how this team is coming together. Yeah. And, and, Ajay, that translates to wins. Exactly how many, I I don't know. Uh, I still have to see some guys that we haven't been able to see just yet. Um, Big Game Boomer, by the way, puts together, he's he's a 24-7 college football rankings expert. He puts together the uh, top 50 special team coaches in college football, and at number 29 is Nick Premsky of Utah State. I like it. 29 out of 50 is not bad. Texas is number one. I'm trying to think if there's any. Washington State's Kyle Krantz is at 20. Trying to see if there's any other Mountain West coaches in here. There's not. Just Utah State. I, I think the special teams could be a big, big thing that uh, that could really elevate and catapult Utah State when their offense might be down. Uh, let's see, 7039 error text. In absolutely no way we finished second bottom in our division. The general media doesn't see what we do, and that's why we'll surprise people. I'm very optimistic as well, Ajay. 2305, what teams are the Aggies playing in the Pacific Division of the Mountain West Conference? Ooh, good question. I need to go back to the page I just closed. I did an Eric right there. All right. Um, Eric, help me. Boise State's in our division. Air Force is in our division. UNLV is not in our division, right? Correct. So we got UNLV at UNLV on October 16th at 5 p.m. Uh, Colorado State's in our division. Hawaii is not. We play that Hawaii on Halloween Eve at home. That, uh, that game is slotted for a 2 p.m. start. It's an afternoon game uh, with Hawaii. Uh, see, New Mexico State, San Jose State is not in our division. We'll be at San Jose State on November 13th. Wyoming will be here against Utah State. And then New Mexico on the road on November 26th. That's at 11 a.m. By the way, uh, courtesy Al Lewis. He's listening to the show, too. He's done a roll call. I love Al. Uh, but he says, uh, if you want to watch the draft combine, Second half, just getting started on ESPN2. Okay, so Eric, I don't know how much we need to get for the Eric and AJ Full Court Press Charity Fund. We need to get a TV in here. I've got the cable. We just need to get a TV in here. How do we, how we have a sports show we don't have a TV to watch sports? What the fetch are we doing? You're spending your money on Wendy's. Oh, okay. I'm sorry I had to run to grab me some yum. All right, my bad. Okay, maybe we could pull it out of your paycheck there, mister. Uh, let's see, 9851 says, hey, no dog in this fight, but USU will finish mid-pack. Two games under 500. Well, he says out of 500. I think he... Under... What are you doing? Sorry, I hit the wrong button. Do you, I, mean, I don't know, we're doing a show. I'm I don't trying know. to find the game on my phone. <laughs> Since Dude. we don't have a monitor in Eric, here. Wait, is it on ESPN? It's on ESPN2. Eric, I have ESPN Plus on that computer. Just get it. It's logged in. If you go to watch or what? It- okay, well, I went to watch, and it's asked me what uh, what's my TV provider. Yeah, DirecTV. 
Okay, I swear, my email address? if you start watching 30 for 30s. That's yours, okay, uh, but I need your password. Okay, so it's capital DRTV 2018. Listeners, close your ears. <laughs> oh, I put that on the end of your... Oh, come on, put Eric. Put in the wrong spot. Come on. Uh, okay, yeah, so anyways, we'll go back to the schedule. Eric's trying to type in the password correctly. If you forgot it, I'm going to freaking laugh. By the way, we have some weird scheduling here. So, for example, Utah State plays on September 4th. They have a six-day. It's on a short week when they play North Dakota at home. They have eight days off to play Air Force, which is huge. By the way, so, I love man, the bye week. That's great. To play Air Force. I mean, it hasn't helped the last two years, but I still love the bye week. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then you have a full seven-day week until the big one against Boise State on CBS at 10 a.m. Uh, and then you have... Then you're on a short week against uh, BYU. That's on Friday night. Which, by the way, they can now move out to Saturday if they want to. <laughs> just to That's say, a good point. They can move it to Saturday. That's a really good point. They then have 15- Will that Friday night game go away? Uh, for those who may not know exactly what we're talking about, those football games in the fall with BYU were... With Utah State almost always on the Friday before general conference for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, because Saturday night there was a there was an extra session that was going on. Well, this spring the church announced that they were no longer doing Saturday night sessions for either the their the, their priesthood sessions or their general uh, women's sessions. So those are going away. So will the Friday night BYU football tradition before conference will that tr- will that continue, or will they move those to the Saturday but do them later in the evening? I don't know. I'm just, For now, it's still Friday. night. It's still Friday night, but then they have 15 days off until they play UNLV. But then they only have six days off until they play Colorado State. Then they have eight days off until they play Hawaii. And then it's seven, 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 and six to end. But you're playing New Mexico to end it, so it won't matter anyway. Shouldn't. Shouldn't. Yeah, shouldn't. I'm excited for Utah State football, man. Fall camp getting away under here in August, I believe, right? Early August. Yeah. So we get a chance to, and you'll see Logan Bonner. What does Logan Bonner look like? Is he the starting quarterback for the Utah State Aggies? On September fourth against Washington State, that that's gonna be the big question. We've seen Peasley get reps, Cooper Legall get reps. Um, we have yet we've yet to see Logan Bonner who was dealing with an injury. So, uh, see what he looks like come here fall camp. I'm I'm intrigued by him. I'm intrigued by the offensive line, what they look like, how healthy they're gonna be. Um, and I mean we know what we're gonna get defensively, obviously. And, and you talked about a little bit about it yesterday, Eric. Savon Scarver at the wideout position. What does he look like? I need him to be more effective if he's going to play wide. Yeah, I mean, Devin Tompkins is the burner and the proven uh, professional, if we can use that term, uh, at the wide receiver uh, uh, position for Utah State, the most dynamic player coming back. But it it should be multiple guys who can do that. Savon Scarver should be a guy who can do what Devin Tompkins does. Um, But for whatever reason, he shines brightest in the return game but should be a weapon in the passing game uh, as well. Um, the other thing, too, 
I'd love to see McGriff get a little bit more going. Uh, I was He's underwhelmed. He's a tall body. Yeah, underwhelmed I'm with him you. in the spring. Watching I'm with him in you. practice, uh, he has flashes where he looks engaged and he uses his size uh, to his advantage. Um, but then there's other times where he's just kind of out there and not really fully going as he probably should. So, um, and, and you and I have talked about this before. You know, what does that defensive line look like for Utah State? What are the who's going to be anchoring the linebackers? I think there's some good talented linebackers there, but who's the one who's calling the shots? So, yeah. that could be interesting. Metzi's back, right? Yep, Metzenheimer's back. Ag Vongpachan. I thought he made some big growth last year. Um, so yeah, there's some exciting things coming along. And again, and the other question to it all, Eric, is how fast can the offense go, and how much can the defense hold on? Again, it, you know that whole like fast-paced offense is fun, but it's not fun when you can't be productive. I mean, then it hurts both sides of the ball. So we'll see how that goes as well. Yeah, very true. All right, we got to call timeout here in the full court press. Uh, a couple things we want to get into is. Um, these spot checks for Major League Baseball. Uh, it's the first full week of checking for sticky substances. How's it going so far? Uh, is it serving its purpose? Have they found any anyone violating this? Uh, alleged sticky substances. Uh, also, there, we got uh, Game 3 in the Western Conference Finals tonight. Recap what happened in Game 1 in the Eastern Conference Finals. And later on, we'll have our Pick 6 as well. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Tom Brady is hosting OTAs without the coaches. He wanted to do that in New England. They wouldn't let him. Belichick would never allow this. Tom's not flexing. It's a reminder by Tom Brady that um, all you had to do was occasionally, two, three times a year, say, hey, Tom, good job. This is The Herd. And the story out today. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. Better weather, longer days, and the urge to get outside. Spring has sprung. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical, and we'd love to help you scoot into spring and enjoy $200 off our high-quality scooters. Bringing wellness home is our motto, so also enjoy $200 off our best-selling lift chairs. For locations and information, visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. This is Logan City Police Chief Gary Jensen. Scammers are continuing to target people in the Cache Valley. Fraudsters often threaten with arrest, withholding medical care for loved ones, or offer to sell or purchase items at discounted or inflated prices. Many of these scams often involve third-party gift cards or other money exchanging services. If you receive an offer or are threatened like this with immediate punishment unless you comply, hang up and call the police to report it. Please do not become a victim. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. 
Eric France and Andre Salveson. I'm watching some replays. Uh, Nimi played really well to close out the first half um, in this uh, scrimmage that's going on right now in the NBA Draft Combine. Um, hit a couple of good free throws on uh, a play in the post, got fouled, um, ran back, got a great rebound. Then on the ensuing play, came right back and got a nice uh, oop layup, challenged the shot back on the other end. So some really good athletic plays by uh, Namiya Keta to close out the first half. And the team that he is on is destroying uh, the other team right now. They're up by 30 points. So they're doing it in halves. I don't know why they're doing it in halves. The NBA doesn't play in halves, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it's the second half right now, and uh, Nimi was in a little bit earlier, but then was substituted out. So anyway. Do you have his line? Keeping an eye on that. Uh, I don't, I don't know how to find it. Yeah, I don't know if they're oh, wait. posting that anywhere publicly. Hmm. I wonder what I was doing. If anybody knows where that is, let us know. Shoot us a text. Um, I don't know if they're keeping track of that or making that official. I know yeah. somebody's got to. Come on, people. 435-339-0321 here on the Full Court Press. Uh, shifting away from uh, Aggies and, and basketball, Ajay, let's talk a little bit about baseball. Okay, before we do that, you know, with all the crap going on in the MLB, as much as there's going on, to our listeners, do we have any uh, college baseball fans? 435-339-0321. If you're not watching the College World Series, shame on you. Because, dude, it is great. Ba- hey, Eric, this year, okay, Vanderbilt had a pitcher, their ace, one of their ace pitchers, throw 15 strikeouts, give up one earned run, and three hits. That one on run was all that NC State needed because they had a freshman pitcher come in and throw a shutout against Vanderbilt. Their first shutout in the College World Series since 2013. Um, you've had two teams who were down 5 nothing with either in the sixth inning or the uh, seventh inning come back and win those ball games. Last night was a doozy. Um, and or uh, Who do I got here? Vanderbilt. Was down five nothing last night to Stanford, clawed back to tie it or uh, be down one. They're Eric. They're down one five four, bottom of ninth, two outs, nobody on. Okay, I mean you you're looking at a ground ball, fly ball, strikeout, and you're out of this thing. A walk, air, single, wild pitch, and Vanderbilt beats Stanford six to five. Oh my word. Dude, they lost it. They they they, they, they brought in one of their best pitchers, and he they faced the first eight batters he faced. Six of them he struck out, and then things just got really crazy. He walked a guy, um, the shortstop Mayonair. Uh, he had a single to right field, and then on like a one-one count, he throws a wild pitch, and the game-winning run for Vanderbilt scores to knock out Stanford. Dude, college baseball is the best. So if you're sick of it, Major League Baseball, watch college baseball. It's amazing. I love it. I will skip NBA playoff basketball to watch college baseball all day. <laughs> okay. And by the way, speaking of great baseball, Padres-Dodgers last night was delicious. Again. 
I hope it's them in the NLCS. I don't want my Braves. I don't want your Cubs. I don't want those Cardinals. I want the Padres. I want the Dodgers. Seven games of that. It'd be great. Oh, it's good stuff. It's developed. Great into game a, last a night. Great young, phenomenal rivalry. game last night. Manny Machado ends it on a um, double play, snagging a liner, throwing it to second, and then five three for final score. Dodgers beat the Padres. But you're right. As great as that game is, Eric, we're not talking about the game anymore. We're talking about pitchers having to strip themselves, <laughs> partial nudity, so they can show they have nothing on them. And the thing that bugs me the most, Eric, is that they're rubbing their hands through their hair, or they touch their cap, or they touch their pants, or they touch the grass, or they're scratching their bum. I mean, and then it's like, oh, wait, he's got substance. He's got substance. It's a gamesmanship now, man. It's annoying. It's boring, and it's it's frustrating. Uh, here is... Um Here's a little bit of audio from uh, Max Scherzer. Now, there, this was a real big blow-up. Yeah. Scherzer versus Girardi. Uh, this was the <clears throat> Nationals versus the Phillies. Uh, Girardi claimed that he saw Scherzer messing with his hair and his hat more than he's ever seen him do it. So he was wildly suspicious that something was going on. And so there were several spot checks of Scherzer during the game, and it became very comical. Uh, but... Um, here, here was a Max Scherzer about um, his opinion of you know, th- what's going on right now, and uh, how he's trying to deal with it as a pitcher. This is new for everybody, but uh, you know, like, hey, they're checking your hat, they're checking your glove. I mean, you're, you're ready for them to check your hands. You know, like I wasn't, you know, just using rosin tonight, so wasn't doing anything. That, that's all fine. And and uh, he's he's admitting he he'd have to be a fool. To try anything right now with these spot checks happening currently in Major League Baseball. I'm not just going to get into it. It's just it is what it is. It, you know, just for me, it, it's it, it, when you look at the, how the game unfolded and, and you specifically that at bat. Um, you know, I, I don't. You know, for me, I, I don't think <laughs> I have to be an absolute fool to actually use something tonight when everybody's antennas out of you know everybody's antennas you know so far high they look for anything. Uh, and here's Joe Girardi as to why he kept uh, asking for the checks and uh, why he wanted to see something. I didn't have any heads up, but again, like I said, I've seen Max pitch a long time, and I've never seen him do that, and that's why I did it. Dude, that's bull crap. You've never seen him do it, so he rubs his hands through his hair. Just, I mean, look, it's it's 98 degrees, and I'm sweating, so I just... Rub my hands through my hair. What's the big deal? What are we losing? Like, what's Joe Girardi doing, man? I don't get this. I'm frustrated by it. Well, and even double down saying this was the right thing to do for our club. No way. I've seen Max a long time, since 2010. Um, Obviously, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, But I've never seen him wipe his head like he was doing tonight, ever. Um, Going like this, right? So... It was suspicious for me. He did it about four or five times. Um, it was suspicious. I didn't mean to offend anyone. I just got to do what's right for our club. It's, it's gamesmanship. <clears throat> it's all it is, man. It's gamesmanship. It's you know, all like it is. A, a manager who's getting cooked, because Scherzer was cooking. Oh, he was great. So a manager on the opposing team who's getting cooked by a pitcher 
just keeps calling for a spot check and to, to try to get him out of rhythm, make the pitcher think about something else. But, Ajay, we've been doing this now. Major League's been doing this now for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Is it serving its purpose? Uh, how long is this going to continue? All for a long time. For a long time. Because it's when you stop, we don't know if a pitcher is going to come on and, you know, have something on his hands, his shoes, his feet, his pants, his shirt, his, his hair. Like, as frustrating as it is to see umpires stop pitchers and say, hey, let me check you. See, and so what I think should happen, Eric, I think the change they should make, the umpires will check random times, but a manager is no longer allowed to come out and call out a pitcher. Because the, man, the umpire will say, we will check at a random time. You as a manager are no longer allowed to come out so and tell us to go check them. Yeah, I agree. There shouldn't be a challenge, uh, a manager challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. If this if 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 you are doing this um then you shouldn't be then y- if you have this new random testing then you shouldn't have to have managers come out and say, "Hey, I want you to check him." That that's not how this should go. I don't agree with it. Ooh, Nimi with a nice gather and putback on a bad pass. Hey, is he elevating himself to first round material? He's looking pretty good. I mean, he is clearly the biggest guy out there. Oh, he just got cooked on defense, though. Sounds about right. <laughs> he just got turned around a little bit, drew, drew a foul. Um, look, I, I think I think you're right. Major League Baseball has to have this in place. They have to because there was something was going on in baseball. The spin rate, the velocity on on, on balls were just off the charts different than where they had been the previous couple of years. Like Baseball pitchers didn't suddenly figure out a new way to grip the ball or throw a pitch over the in the offseason. That's quite that dramatic, at least not for everybody. I would agree. So something is amiss. Um, like the umpires don't like doing this. They don't have, like having to go and pull the guy aside, <clears throat> having him undo his belt, check under his hat, Check his shirt. Um, but it has to be done. Ooh. Nimi with a dunk. Stay focused. He's looking good. Stay focused. But I think that may, this is going to stay. But, like, right now it's it's new, and so everybody's getting examined, and it's a big deal. Like, how uh, in a year from now will they still be doing it with the same regularity? Will it be just to the umpire's discretion if he thinks there's something suspicious? Will there still be an opportunity for a manager to challenge? And do you get how many challenges do you get per pitcher? It's not slowing down the game. It's happening as they're coming off the field, so it's not really changing anything. Uh, Rob Manfred, in an interview with The Athletic uh, earlier this week, said, we've had no ejections. Players in general have been extremely cooperative. Inspections have taken place quickly and between innings. And they conclude saying, frankly, the data suggests that we're making progress with respect to the issues in spin rate that caused us to undertake the effort in the first place. I I, I don't fault the Major League Baseball for trying to make the, the change and, and do what they're doing. 
The timing of it, though, does bother me. Like, if you're going to make a change like that, you need to give the players, the pitchers especially, time to adapt in the offseason. Like, if I don't, I usually use this substance, whether it's sunscreen or rosin, or even if it's a spider tack. I need time to, to work with my pitches without having the same stuff that I normally do. Uh, is that fair? Is that fair to ask? Or is it like, you uh, shouldn't have been using this anyway, yeah. so really this isn't too much for us to ask? No, it's, it's just the second part. <laughs> you shouldn't be using it in the first place, so what are you doing? <laughs> like, seriously. Like, what are we... Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm with you. It's not too much to ask. Um, all right. Just, I'm tired of it, though. It's exhausting, man. It's exhausting for everybody to be a part of, but as long as baseball keeps having these things, then these issues of cheating, then, I mean, it's it's going to happen. It's got to deal with it, I guess. As crappy as that is. But has scoring gone up since they started doing this? Uh, strikeouts have gone up, haven't they? No. I guess it's kind of evened out. I was just looking at some numbers on that, actually, and it really hasn't had that dramatic of an effect. Uh, it's going to take a little bit of time. By .7 runs. I mean, it's just, there's not that, I mean, maybe it's it does. nominal. Maybe it's, yeah. Maybe it does have to take a little bit of an effect. Dude, I cannot find any numbers on, on Keta. But I, I just keep reading Twitter, and it's like, Keta looks great. Keta's really moving up. Keta's doing this, that. I need numbers, people. I need proof. <laughs> I need data. Uh, yeah, he, he's moving really well, making some good shots, some good reads, putting pressure on the defense, making guys uncomfortable if they come into the lane. That's what Nimi does. Uh, let's see, 7039 Nimi is looking really good. 2409. Rob Manfred is trying to change the game of baseball so people that don't like baseball will watch it. What he's really accomplishing is taking the game that those of us that do watch baseball love it making it something that's not great to watch at all. Um, yeah, I would agree. You're ruining something that was so great for all of us who watched it. If those didn't, that didn't watch it, didn't watch it, so be it. But there's people who enjoyed watching baseball for their whole life, like 2409, like myself, like you in 2015, that enjoyed <laughs> watching baseball. Do enjoy watching baseball, and and Manfred's ruining it. Is well, wait it, a minute? How is Manfred ruining it when he's trying to keep, stay, uh, keep the integrity of the game? Just all the delays, all the and by the way, like Are baseball. We for, if we're all for uh, uh, pitchers finding some advantage, then we should be okay with batters trying to get an advantage as well. And another problem I have, and I don't think Manfred has a lot to do with it, is the Hall of Fame. Like, when was baseball at its peak? When was baseball at its greatest? 98, Home Run Derby. 2001, Barry Bonds. And yet, those guys can't be honored. I don't know, it's just... And, like, the salary cap there, or the salary issue, you know, players getting paid whatever they want, and then sucking for 14 years on the same team. It's just, I don't know. It's too much. We, we got to have some boundaries. 
That's what worries me the most. Boundaries? Yeah, I got to create some, like, quit letting the asylum run the uh, asylum. <laughs> quit letting the asylum run the asylum. Well, the, what is that called? The, the inmates? The asylumites. Wait, the what? The inmates? The inmates run the asylum. How about you take control there? Okay. Yeah, I just, look, uh, I'm okay with making sure uh, we're not using foreign substances, things that that shouldn't be there. If we're going to be purists for the game, then let's make sure that we're being purists for the game. To, To do that, you have to have different checks. You have to test players for steroid use or other... Enhancements for their uh, for their strength and performance. I think we have to do checks for pitchers. What kind of uh, what are they putting on their fingers? Are they changing their grip? Are they doing something that's not natural to the game to give them advantage? And if we're okay with that, then we have to be okay with what the Astros yeah. did with banging on garbage cans. Yep. And you ought to be okay with the New England Patriots using cameras. I thought they didn't use cameras. We did. Oh, no, we did in 07, absolutely. That first game against the Jets, oh, they used cameras. Mm-hmm. They didn't deflate balls. No. They didn't deflate the sticky balls? No. Not at all. All right, another time out You're here so on the full court press. You keep cracking that joke. I mean, come on. Have you moved on yet? <laughs> all right? That was a long time ago. Goodell moved on. Someone's a little sensitive. Yeah, when you bring that up. Four three five deflator three three nine zero three two one. If you want to join us here on the full court press, uh, we got the uh, pick six we're going to do. We got some NBA playoffs. Uh, Chris Paul is coming back for the Suns for Game Three as the series shifts to Los Angeles. How much of a difference does that make, or will LA follow the same pattern that they have enjoyed so far to this point in the playoffs with uh, winning Game Three, regardless of where it's played? We'll talk about that coming up next here on the full court press. This is Larry at Larry's Pharmacies. Are you struggling with all your medicine? Did you take this morning's dose or not? We at Larry's Pharmacy have the perfect solution. Let us help you organize your meds so that you take it exactly as your doctor prescribed for the most benefit. Just punch out the meds from the organized packets at the clearly labeled time and you're done. This is a free service and a big help for those on many meds or who struggle to open and close bottles. We also offer free delivery service. Stay well. The Elements Lunch Menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp curry and more. Lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional, open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. Did you know aluminum cans are 100% recyclable? They can be recycled over and over again. Take your aluminum cans, aluminum siding, and rain gutters to Valley Recycling. It takes 95% less energy to recycle cans than make new ones. In fact, recycling just one aluminum can saves enough energy to power a TV for three years. And when you take your aluminum to Valley Recycling, you get paid. Yes, Valley Recycling pays for aluminum, copper, brass, and other metals. Recycle and get paid for it. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10th West in Logan. Oh, McDarrell has a farm and a plant. 
Appliance Barn. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Why buy from Daryl's? Lowest price guarantee. With our new digital price tags, which are updated daily, we check the internet to make sure we're the lowest price available. Test us. We dare you. Nobody's prices are lower. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. I'm Sean Hamblin, the Serta Mattress Rep for the state of Utah. Because Fisher Home Furnishings is one of our premier Serta dealers, we've given them an exclusive offer. Fisher's has agreed to take two truckloads and liquidate all remaining last year's premium Serta mattresses. You'll save $300, $500, and up to $1,000 on these premium Serta mattresses. This is a one-time offer and will only last as long as the inventory is in stock. Special no-interest financing is available. Two truckloads directly from Serta, $300, $500, and up to $1,000 off on these two truckloads of last year's premium Serta mattresses. Exclusively at Fisher Home Furnishings. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. There's a huge tent in the Al Sporting Goods parking lot, and that means kayaks and life jackets at crazy prices. Pellet grills, 30% off. Tons and tons of clothing at half price. Brands like Cool, Under Armour, Prada, North Face, and Columbia. Hydro Flask bottles, 30% off. Quick Shade Canopy, 69 bucks. Sleeping bags, Dutch ovens, paddle boards, fishing equipment galore. It's all on sale at the Al Sporting Goods annual June tent sale. Every sport, every season. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, the scrimmage has just wrapped up. Well, the first one. There's going to be another one a little bit later on this evening here on ESPN2. For the NBA Draft Combine and Utah State's Namiyash Keta looked really good. Good energy, very active, getting a lot of praise by those who were there and uh, and watching it and following it. Uh, Keta finished with 15 points today, Ajay. Awesome. Awesome. And there's a lot of uh, people who were there, NBA uh, experts and analysis who were there, or I guess Combine ex- expert analysis saying, this guy could be a first-round talent. Wow. It's possible. I mean, he continues to show well. He could move himself up. Uh, the measurables are really good. Uh, he's improved his strength. He's improved his quickness. Um, his footwork looked pretty good in some of the plays that I saw. Challenging players. So. I love it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, 9952 text into the show, Eric. College lacrosse officials do random measurements of sticks during stoppages in games. Really? Interesting. Holy crap. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I thought everybody just assumed they all had the same stick size. Huh. That's cool. I had no idea. Good for them. Hey, uh, Eric uh, Ketta, biggest improvements you would say have been... I mean, what would you say, maybe from what you just saw... The little you saw of him, though, maybe has been a big improvement from Keta at Utah State. Um, I just thought he was really active, like moving around, not being settled, 
not settling for just staying and uh, anchoring around the rim. Uh, he was challenging on pick and rolls at the top of the key and quickly getting back to defend the the paint and the and the rim later on. Um, on a couple different shots that I saw, he stepped out to challenge guys on some shots. He had a quick bounce, quick recovery. That's awesome. To challenge some shots. And and I think the challenging was getting better. I mean, uh, earlier in the year, you could tell he was cautious about his knee and whatnot. But then when Keta became Keta, you could see him getting up, getting blocks, challenging people. And the other thing you said is using the energy. I saw tweets from Chad Ford diving on the floor for loose balls, uh, hustling to uh, loose balls, just hustling to a, a spot to uh, to get a stop or sprinting down court the way he does. Um, some of that stuff we didn't see at Utah State as much. That I mean, we saw the sprinting down court, but the diving for balls I didn't see as much. It's good to see him being as active this year. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, and I think that does stand out. And I think that sends a strong signal to a coach or a coaching staff or a front office that uh, you're willing to – be active and, and do the dirty work that doesn't always show up on a box score. And there's some games at Utah State where he relied on other people to do that. He didn't always have to do that. We would want him to be more active, and if he were, greater things would happen, but he wouldn't consistently do that. But um, he, today looked pretty looked really good. So do they have another scrimmage tonight, or how does that go? Do you know? Well, there's there's uh, I think they broke have broken them up into multiple teams. So Keta's team won by 40 points today. It looked really good. Um, but uh, there's uh, another scrimmage that's going to be happening a little bit later on uh, that they will show uh, this evening. Um, but uh, I don't know if they have one tomorrow, if they have more scrimmages tomorrow. I think they do. Uh, but I think those will be on ESPNU, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, uh, Walsh Ranowski just tweeting out, Dallas Mavericks are closing in on the hiring of a new GM, and then they've had a strong front runner as a new head coach to be hired soon. That head coach, Jason Kidd. Well, that was Rick Carlisle's recommendation as he left to become the new, well, and a former, and again, one more time around, another coach at the Indiana Pacers. He coached there for about four seasons yeah. before going to Dallas, and he's back again, and on his way out the door, gave very high praise and recommendation for Jason Kidd. It was unsolicited. And so, don't know. We'll see if that uh, dude if that happens. And I know that Dallas, their organization, said, we want to get our GM in place first before we hire a coach because the GM should have say in who that coach is going to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't hmm, really. It, it, it's interesting. I mean, they've had issues with uh, the whole sexual harassment thing, and then, yeah. You hire a guy who's had some issues himself as well. So, but hey, if that's what their best fit is, then go get him. Man, that could be weird. Luke right. is gonna hate him. Well, I don't know. Luke is gonna hate that guy. Uh, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss some other things going on in the NBA. Game three tonight in the Western Conference shifts to L.A. Los Angeles Clippers hosting the Phoenix Suns. We'll recap what happened last night between Milwaukee and Atlanta. Boy, Trey Young is for real. Oh, jeez. 
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Last night, the Atlanta Hawks put to rest any notion that their win over the 76ers in the conference semifinals was a fluke. They went into Milwaukee, found a way to beat the Bucks by three in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. When you watch the Hawks, it's not quite clear how they do it. Now, I know it starts with Trey Young. He had a playoff career-high 48 points, including what could be his new trademark, a shimmy before hitting a three-pointer. But he had contributions from John Collins, Clint Capella. Still, it took everything the Hawks had to hold off the Bucks. The Greek freak played well, hit his free throws, Drew Holiday had his best game of the postseason, and the Bucks seemed to be feeding off the home crowd. But all postseason long, the Atlanta Hawks have come up with big plays in the final minute. They did that against the Knicks, they did that against the 76ers, they've been very good in close games under coach Nate McMillan. Now Atlanta's up 1-0, but a lot of basketball is left to be played in what should be a long, hard-fought series. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. When Simply Safe Home Security founders Chad and Eleanor Lawrence designed their first security system in their kitchen, they did so for a very personal reason. Their friends had just had their home broken into. Making people feel safe is what Simply Safe has been doing ever since that moment 15 years ago. With Simply Safe, there's always someone there who has your back. They keep you safe. Go to simplysafedan.com today, customize your system, and get a free security camera. Simplysafedan.com and tell them we sent you. With their new Epic drivers, Callaway is framing the future of speed using a jailbreak speed frame structure that connects the sole and the crown of the club. They've reduced the heads twisting and deforming at impact. This means more energy stays in the driver face and transfers to the ball. More energy to the ball means more ball speed. Jailbreak speed frame is in the forgiving Epic Max, the Epic Speed, and the Tour preferred Epic Max LS. Explore Epic drivers at Callaway Golf. Did you know you could do most of the rock, block, and paver projects around your home yourself? It's true, and Castellite and Logan can help. Their friendly, knowledgeable staff will help you on those projects and more. Why go anywhere else? You can find everything you need for rock, block, and paver projects under one roof at very competitive prices. Right here at Castellite and Logan. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. Game time. Prime time. It's time. Time to buy a new Honda at your Utah Honda dealers. Unlike the competition, your Utah Honda dealers are loaded with new Honda CRVs, HRVs, Civics, Accords, Pilots, and more. And with used cars in high demand, your trade-in has never been worth more than right now. Honda is the most awarded brand of the last decade and most fuel-efficient automaker in America. Hurry, the 2021 Hondas are going fast. It's time to get to your Utah Honda dealers and utahhondadealers.com. The home for Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We are Sports, and here's what you need to know. Phoenix Suns guard Chris Paul returns tonight from health protocols after missing the first two games of the West Final. His son's up two games to none and playing the Clippers in L.A. in a couple hours in Game 3. A Game 4 will also be in L.A. Saturday night. The East Finals just started last night, so the NBA Finals won't begin until about July 6th. The Pacers' new head coach is Rick Carlisle. He had just departed from Dallas after 13 seasons. The Mavs lost in the first round in all six of their playoff appearances over the past decade. An NHL semifinal could end tonight. Montreal up three games to two is hosting Vegas in an hour. A Game 7 there would be at Vegas on Saturday night. There's a Game 7 tomorrow night with the Islanders at Tampa Bay. The Steelers cut Pro Bowl guard 
David DeCastro saving cap space. Soccer's Euro tournament is off this weekend. Baseball Yankees 8-1 over Kansas City. Oakland a 5-1 winner at Texas. I'm Steve DeSager. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in and joining us on a Thursday, whether it's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, 106.9thefan.com, or if you're listening to us on a podcast. And by the way, thank you for those of you who do tune in. Um, we saw some numbers just the other day. Blown away, crazy! I had no idea the support from uh, our audience. Listening no idea to our podcast. So super cool. We appreciate that. That is pretty. Isn't it pretty cool? Like just to know that. I mean, I don't know how good our show is, but just the people <laughs> willing to listen to us and deal with us and put up with us. Uh, yeah, I, I, I still, still today at this very moment blows my mind and makes me incredibly grateful, grateful for our wonderful listeners. You're willing to put yourself through quite a bit when you listen to uh, two hours of Ajay. No, dude, yeah. I hope you said end me in there because you did. have some pretty saucy it's takes. End myself. <laughs> hey, uh, Namish Keta finishes with 15 points in that scrimmage and a 40-point blowout. Um, great stuff. Dude, there are tweets just coming left and right about Namish Keta, about how good he looked, about what he was great at, about how flexible he is just and how durable he looks. 8798 said it so well in our Gill Mortgage text line where you can text into 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. The text into our Gill Mortgage text line. Love to hear from you, our wonderful listeners. But uh, he 8798 said, Keta probably is as healthy as he ever has been since hurting his knee. He was never healthy after his knee injury at Utah State, and now you can tell the difference. Absolutely. Well, he, he looked great. really good. Oh and, my goodness! Uh, we were watching dominating the uh, the the post game interviews, uh, post scrimmage interviews, I should say, on ESPN two here during the uh, Dan Patrick uh, update and the top of the hour update. Uh, Nimi was interviewed. Uh, if you didn't see it on ESPN two, um, and uh, they, a lot of praise for Nimi and his activity. Just besides the six of nine shooting and the eight rebounds, um, just how active he was. Uh, around the court, both offensively and defensively. Uh, they did show a one block. I don't know his full box score. I don't know if he had any assists. Actually, I'm about to tweet it right now. Or any else of that, but maybe, Just I guess, Sanjay, you finally found it. But he, everybody that uh, was paying attention to this high praise for Nimi and just his overall activity level and uh, what he was able to do, even with his size, and uh, really fun to watch him play today. Yeah, it is It is a lot of fun. Uh, Eric, it's just good to see him out there. And I love his post-game interview. He's just like, hey, look, you know, when you saw me at 17, I was weak. I couldn't do a whole lot now. I'm, I feel strong. I feel great. I'm he sure said he's more comfortable in his body. Yeah, which is really, really good to hear. That that tells you how healthy he is right now. So, good for him. I, I'm excited for Nimi, and I'm excited what he's going to be able to do. Uh, he plays 20 minutes, Eric. 
Uh, he has he goes six and nine from the field, uh, three four at the line. He has oh man, two personal fouls, one steal. I don't know what that is, and he has fifteen points. I'm trying to look for like blocks or anything. Defensive rebounds, he had three. He had five offensive rebounds. No assist. He had one steal. I don't know. Oh, did he have? Oh, he had no turnovers. I don't know what BS means. Block shots? He had a plus 18. I don't know. Uh, on the ESPN, uh, they've listed their top 100 prospects, and they have Nimi listed as 77. Uh, be curious to see how that number uh, changes after the uh, draft combine. Because uh, he's been getting a lot of positive press and attention with what he's been doing in Chicago. Yeah, he's uh, he's looking really, really good, man. I love it. I love it. Went three or four at the line. Man, he looked really good. Holy crap, he was eight total rebounds. I think, uh, what did I say? Five. He had five offensive rebounds, dude. Yeah, good good, uh, good scrimmage today from Nimi. It's fun. Fun interview dude, afterwards. back-to-back years of Aggies being drafted, man. Think about that. I don't know if he's a first-rounder just yet, but I think he helps get him a lot closer to that. Yeah. I would, uh, I would agree with you on that one. If... if Ten years ago, he absolutely would be a first rounder. Oh yeah. The only thing that's changed is just how the the center position is perceived and utilized in the NBA today. The game has changed, hasn't it ever? I I, 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 Nimi, I just oh, we man. were talking about who uh, Nimi is, kind of reminds us of. Um, he is interesting. He said that uh, they asked him, like, is there somebody in the NBA today that does kind of what you think you do or who you mm-hmm. kind of feel like you're similar to. And uh, he said offensively, he he thinks of himself of, uh, or excuse me, more defensively, he thought of himself more as a Bam Adebayo. Really? I think that's a good comparison. Wow. wow. And I think to some degree offensively, there's some similarities too. Huh. I would... Mm. Yeah, I, Bam Bam's. I, I still think Ben Wallace just a better offensive version of Ben Wallace. <laughs> if if you're asking me, like he's great. Like he's you you know what he's a monster defensively. It's just, uh, or it's me defensively. It was just the offensive part that you know I I think everyone was kind of waiting for. And when you see an aggressive offensive kettle like you saw against Boise State in that three games or that two game set or three games through, I can't remember what that was. But uh, I think that kind of two game series. Sorry, I think that kind of told you where it was. So, yeah, it's good stuff for him. I'm happy for him. Nine three one five. Just think how good this looks for USU to have two years of NBA players being drafted. All it can do is help with recruiting. Yeah, look, you come play for Utah State, and they'll help you develop and get a chance to go to the league, go to the next level. Amen. Is there anybody on this roster coming back this year for Utah State you think has a shot at being no. an NBA guy? None of them do. Nope. If you're asking me, none of them do. <laughs> Bean? Nope. 
Nope. He just doesn't have the size, man. He's too small. For the style of play, for his style of play. For what his position is and where he'd be at. And what his offensive Not a good is. enough outside shooter and too small in the paint. Trying to think of anybody else. Nope. I have nobody for you. It's a bummer. Ryan, we, the jury's out on, I guess, uh, Adel Rock and uh, Horvath because we really haven't seen them mm-hmm. with much degree here in Logan. So, But, uh, yeah, I don't know that – I don't think there's anybody that really jumps out to me that would be an, a potential NBA prospect who's currently on the Utah State roster. So yeah, we'll see I'm trying what to think. With the, uh, I think tomorrow is the last day of the uh, draft combine. Uh, anything additional with Nimi? If we hear about it, we'll definitely pass it along. It's so good to hear Nimi's voice, by the way. I miss that guy. <laughs> I miss him. And, and the thing is, is again, Eric, you just see how far he came from. You know, in 19, when he, Eric, Taco Fall ate him alive. I mean, just bullied him. On both ends of the court, too. Like, Nimi just had no business being on that court with Taco. And so, I, I think that really scared scouts off, but also gave them, allowed them to give an honest evaluation to Nimi. And then Nimi took that to heart, not personal, um, and said, you know, I'm going to work on this, this, and this. And, and that's where we're at now. So, good for him. Happy for Nimi. Hope he, uh, hope he gets, well, I, I think he will get his name called, so. Yeah, I think he will. I think he's turning some heads uh, this week, and um, I think he's really helping his draft stock. Uh, where and the question is, where does he go? Not if he will go, yeah. but where, where does he, he go? Milwaukee. Giannis is leaving. <laughs> hey, by the way, okay, so uh, outside of basketball, Eric, but NFL is going to allow throwback helmets starting in 2022. Do you know how excited I am to see this again? I miss the red jersey Pat logo. Old school. I miss the creamsicle pirate from the Buccaneers. Because their uniforms suck now. The Buccaneers are horrible. I miss the old school Rams. I miss... Seahawks were okay. The old Denver Bronco logo. And the uniforms. The orange crush. I miss the 49ers. Why do you do this? You know? Oh, wait. They've never really changed. Why do you do this, dude? Oh, what about the Bears? Oh, wait. They've never really changed. Oh, what about the Saints? <laughs> oh, Steelers. Who the other teams do have never changed? Saints, Bears, Steelers? I, you know what? We, we see throwbacks in other sports right now. I think it's cool. Uh, it's a it's a fun homage to how things used to be for these teams, uh, but let's be honest: the biggest reason they do it is for sales of merchandise. Dude, it's gonna sell though, and I think that's I think I'm fine with that. Just be transparent about it. But while we're talking about jerseys, did you see Major League Baseball reveal their All Star jerseys for uh, next month? Uh, no. Okay, you got to look it up. Okay, and I need your reaction. Okay. What am I looking up again? All-star jerseys for Major League Baseball. Oh. 
right there. <clears throat> because it's getting some strong reactions today. So it has on the chest what? Uh kind of in a vertical format, like three letters of the team. Like there's a, a white jersey. Oh, that's an O. Okay. I was like, what is jersey. that, dude? There's a light and a dark. But then it has like three letters of your team name, then with your team logo <laughs> across the middle of it. So it's kind of kind of busy to kind of figure it out. But it's getting a lot of strong negative feedback today as Major League Baseball was all excited to reveal the all-star jerseys for this year. And the, like- the hat has like a star with the team logo in the middle of it. The hats are cool. I, I like the hats. I'm okay with the hats. The jerseys look like some, like the kid on Dumber and Dumber who gets the dead bird. Looked like he created the art on the jersey. <laughs> Dude, this looks horrible. This looks so bad. That looks horrible. Is that real? That's really the jerseys this year? Please tell me that's not true. The hats look awesome. I, I go buy a hat. I'm not touching those jerseys, though. Yeah, that's got to be getting some horrible reaction right now. <laughs> but what? I, I don't think they're that bad. Yes, they are, Eric. They are that bad. Eric, look at them. Dude, like, it's like, it's like someone was playing, like, Photoshop on the computer like a five-year-old was, and he took the logo and accidentally like put it over the letters, and the letters aren't even in the right order either. <laughs> Every article that I'm finding on this is everybody's talking about how just trash, just it. how much negative feedback. Oh, dude, this is bad. This is bad for America. The thing that I I'll, I'll, I will admit, the thing I don't really like is that you can't tell what you're looking at because you have the the team letters. And the logo on top of each other, so it's really busy and trying to. It, it, it's messy. It's horrible because the oh. the team letters are in the in bold red letters. Oh, dude, awesome! And then the team logo is over the top of it. <laughs> like it's almost as like the creators of the jerseys woke up and said, "How can we screw up the All Star Game any more than we already have?" Oh, I got an idea. <laughs> for some of them, you can tell like what it's trying to say. Like Atlanta for the Braves, dude. It says ATL. The Colorado one, you I can clearly tell. see ATL with the Braves A, and you can make sense of that. No, but dude, but I couldn't tell with at, Colorado. Or, or look at the Marlins. It, it's like an you can't even tell it's a total M, dude. Then you got the Marlins logo with their big M and the fish. And then there's like an A under. It looks like Ma. Have you seen the Toronto Blue Jays? I'm here jerseys? with Ma. Have you seen the Toronto Blue Jay jerseys? Dude, they have the American flag on the side of the arm. They're from Canada. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I could just see someone be like, I'm not wearing that. But for- they're not playing in Canada. Doesn't matter. They're the- Eric, they're- <laughs> their team is in Canada. Oh, jeez. It's just horrible. Why can we just make it simple like we used to? Why do we got to make such bad decisions? And there's like a weird 
Like your, bubbles dude, or your, camouflage or something. I don't know what's going on on dude, the sleeve. Your Cubs look like crap. Yeah, the Cubs one, I can't figure out that either. I can't figure out what's on the end of the sleeve. Cincinnati, Is that supposed to be like a blue camouflage? Cincinnati looks like it's a half-written R, a T, and an N. Oh, man, this just looks horrible. Dude, the Pittsburgh one isn't even aligned properly. The P's like off to the side. Uh, I love the one, one reaction on Twitter. One secret to making something beautiful is to use iron-on letters from homemade T-shirts in the 1970s. The second secret is to plop a logo right down on top of it and make it illegible. <laughs> uh, five seven six three. Brady Bloom is really offended right now. Who's Brady Bloom? Is he the blind kid on? He is. Oh man, that's him. That's the PD Bird dude. Oh no way. Hey. He played Christopher Robin in the Winnie the Pooh films? Huh. Holy crap, he's LDS. Dude, the kid who's played blind in Dumb and Dumber and is the voice for Christopher Robin in Winnie the Pooh is LDS, and he served a mission in Chile. Wow, good for him. Huh. What the fetch? Still going to be offended by uh, your... Well, he knows I'm right. Lack of love. He knows I'm right. <laughs> I know I'm right. Dude, these are just crap. Okay, look, again, the hats are awesome. The jerseys are horrendous. I mean, dude, Milwaukee looks like... I just I can't I don't even know what out, Milwaukee looks like. And I can't figure out what's on the end of the sleeve. Okay. Like okay. the white jersey has something blue okay, trim. Let's, let's it looks look like at this. bubbles or leaves Hold on. or... Hold on, let's... And then there's the dark blue jersey, and it has, like, a, a white version of that on the sleeve. Hold on, let's see what we can figure out. Let's do some investigation work. Okay, so you're looking at the jersey. Um, Yeah, what is that? Looks like some, like, camouflage or something. Yeah, but it's, like, it's not. When you look closer, there's, like, leaves in it. I can't tell what... Where is the All-Star game even being played this year? I know there's been some controversy. So it was it was supposed to be in Atlanta, and it's now being moved to Colorado. We're playing at uh, Coors Field. So those supposed to be leaves for being near the mountains Actually, yeah. Or so hold on. Actually, I'm, I'm reading something here. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm reading something about the jerseys and just... Oh, man. See, the hats are awesome. I th yeah, I think the hat design's cool. Yeah. Hmm. But like the Dodgers, it looks like it says La Lad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. So on the back of the jersey, we'll include the we'll include stars under each player's number to note the amount of appearances the player has made in the All Star game. Oh, that's that's, that's cool. different. That's cool. That's different, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Carolina's tradition of 2021. Yes, there's an American flag on the Toronto Blue Jays jersey. That's really awkward, though. Well, uh, on, on the on the blue jerseys, like it's a it's all red flag. And on the white jersey, it's like an all blue flag. Really? Which is a little different, too. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know what the blue is for, though, underneath the jerseys. Like, I don't know if that's like Triple X, just Vin Diesel creating something on the jersey or what. <laughs> on the sleeve? Dude, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And it's also on the inside, just around the collar. Yeah, it's just around the collar. 2305, too bad MLB went political and moved the game from Atlanta to Colorado. They didn't pick up any new fans by doing that, but they did. They sure lost a lot of old ones. Yeah, there was some huge controversy with that. Yeah, which I think is silly. Okay, so, dude, I'm not really buying. Some of the jerseys I like. Some of the jerseys are okay. But a lot of them just suck. Well, just the placement of the logo, you don't know what you're looking at. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what it's you like should have done? a logo with some weird shapes behind it and then, like, a letter below it. Because you can't even see the full letter. <laughs> it t- L.A. does look like La La Land. La Lad. <laughs> mm, I play for the Marlins. Nope, you play for Ma. Or or uh, Arizona looks like A-A-I. I don't. That Z-Dogs don't team. Do A-A-A. <laughs> he created the uniform himself. <laughs> I, I, oh I, man uh let's see here washington looks okay san diego looks like crap pittsburgh looks way off yeah man you just i mean you want to find a way to really screw up things in the all-star like, look game at cincinnati what is that even what am i even looking at oh dude yeah cincinnati looks oh jeez. i don't even know what i'm looking at with cincinnati by the way if you want to go get one of these for yourself yeah MLBshop.com, 140 bucks. Sell it to me for 10 and you're on. <laughs> Get a cap for 42 Wait, $42 for a hat? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait until, like, October, and they'll be at your nearest local mall for $15. Because nobody's going to buy them. That's horrible, man. That is bad. Yikes. Oh, uh, man. Do you, do you watch the All-Star game for baseball? I do. I love it. I really do. I love it. I love the mic up. I love the yeah. I love the atmosphere. I enjoy watching the All-Star baseball game. I'll watch the Home Run Derby, um, and I'll casually tune into the, the All-Star game. Baseball All-Star game. Hey, rank from best to worst All-Star games in pro sports. We've done this before. How we have? Yeah, I think the very bottom is the Pro Bowl. Um, I think the NHL and I do have to admit the Major League Baseball All Star Game is those are some of the better run All Stars All Star Games. Um, I was very skeptical at first, but I've grown to really like and be intrigued by the changes that were made in the NBA the way they do the Elam scoring at the end. I think that's made it interesting. Yeah, the NBA All-Star game is definitely picked up. NFL is by far the worst. Yeah, at the end of the year, like guys don't care. Yeah, nobody cares. Oh, you're, you're paying us? to get hurt. We're just going to show up, not get hurt. Yeah. They should just not do one. They should just do an all-NFL team and just leave it at that. Congratulations. Here's your award. And let's just get healthy and go on to the next season. Start rehabbing. 
It just there's too much risk. I mean, I think they've changed some things, but there used to be festivities beforehand. The guys would try to do, and guys were always getting hurt. It was a mess. So nobody shows up and really does anything. So I mean, all All Star games are just exhibitions anyway. But maybe they should just do different kind of drills, like some kind of a throwing contest or a running contest. Feats of strength. <clears throat> Make it an NFL Festivus. A what? NFL Festivus. Do feats of strength. See, listeners, I don't know how we have such great rules or views or listenership, but it's crap like this that makes me wonder. <laughs> oh, hey, 2305, new rule proposal for MLB All-Star Game. Start every inning with the bases loaded. Yeah, man, put some spice into it. <laughs> wow. I love it. All right, coming up next, we'll shift from baseball to basketball. It's game three tonight in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals took place last night. Uh, some surprises, some takeaways, and what's on the line this evening, where to watch it, what's going on, who will and won't be available. We'll talk about that all. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press. It's the Full Court Press. The Western Conference is going to get better, and the Jazz will not get better. Why are we resigned to feeling like that? Two years Optimistic? the team was aggressive in making moves, and eventually they were the number one team in the NBA. They are so close, just make it a, a player or two away. Over and over and over, it's the same story, man. See, and 7854 is so spot on. I love this. The problem is, is this team was designed to be a regular season champion, not a player. Playoff championship team. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Al Sporting Goods June 10th sale is happening right now. Check it out today. 5,000 kayaks at the best prices anywhere. Trampolines, 229. Lawn games like spike ball, can jam, and cross net all on sale. 10,000 camelback hydration packs, 24, 34, and 69 bucks. Bike tailgate pads, 79 bucks. Kids camp chairs, 9.99. Lifetime coolers, 79.99. Baseball, golf, cycling. Al Sporting Goods has you covered at the annual June 10th sale. Every sport, every season. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, it helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, this is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? Call ARS. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. The health insurance marketplace has reopened. This special enrollment period is available to everyone. If you have been adversely affected by COVID, lost coverage, need to make a change, or simply want to enroll, now is the time we can help. Call 752-9493 to find out how much you could save. More tax credits are being offered. Greater cost sharing and coverage could start as soon as the first. Go to lssins.com or call 752 752- 
The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Middleton fires the three, and he misses the three. Rebound loose, and the Hawks have it, and the Atlanta Hawks have done it again, folks. These gutty, gritty young Atlanta Hawks have come into another building and win the first game of the series to gain home court advantage. How about these Atlanta Hawks, folks? They are unbelievable. Yeah, how, how about those Hawks? I mean, let's be honest. No, None of us saw the Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals. And the, the way that they're doing it is pretty amazing. Trey Young has just unreal. been on fire. Dude, he's unreal. He's special, isn't he, Eric? And he just keeps doing it in all sorts of different ways. That's what's really been the most impressive about with me about him is he continues to just find ways to um to score uh even when he's being doubled uh when he's seeing uh, you know a trap come he and he's unselfish he makes the right read 48 points last night he put on an absolute show against this Milwaukee defense phenomenal stuff and to go along with 11 assists and 7 rebounds. Oh, man. I mean, come on, Eric. So it wasn't just a scorer. Come on, dude. <laughs> uh, hey, but wait, is, uh, he, is he a superstar? I, I The way he's playing in this postseason. Yeah, me too. But I have to ask you, AJ. Yeah. He put up 34 shot attempts. Does that uh, does that damper your excitement about Trey Young? And it, does. it does. It does. It's a lot of shots to put up for 48 points. It's too many. But, again, nobody else can really score consistently like him, so he's got to do it. Now, the Bucks had a lead. They were in control of this game with a few minutes to go and let it slip away. This is an ongoing problem with Milwaukee. But, at the same time, they're in the Eastern Conference Finals, so they've been able to overcome it. I don't think Milo will come this though. Milwaukee had a four-point lead, two and a half to go. They had a four-point lead with two to go, and then Atlanta pretty much took care of business thereafter. Um. And look, it's not just all Trey Young either. He is getting help. Other guys deserve to be talked about. Collins has been phenomenal in this postseason. Um, Herter has been really good. There's been games when Gallinari carries them, or Bogdanovich. Now he wasn't very effective last night. Only one of six from the field. But um, I'm, does this change your opinion of this series? Or will Milwaukee still figure it out and come out on Dude, top? Dude, you got to remember, like, Boonholder's the coach, and that's got to worry you a lot if you're a Milwaukee fan. He, he just refuses to make adjustments. He plays like a six-and-a-half-man lineup. Um, you, you, you've got to be worried. You really do. Uh, I, 
Man, I don't know what to think. Eric, I don't know what to think. Portis had 15 minutes off the bench. Connaughton played 29 off the bench. Forbes played 12 minutes off the bench. And Teague had uh, six minutes. Very uneventful six minutes, but he still played six minutes off the bench for Milwaukee. Yeah, uh, man. And and Giannis is another issue too, by the way. I, but Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday played each of them over forty minutes. Jeez, dude, they can't keep doing that. No, you're absolutely right. They're not going to have legs by the by game four. They're not going to have legs. What? Did, how many minutes did Trey play? Trey played forty one. Okay, the only player on his team to to log forty po- uh, minutes or more. Okay, Capella was thirty eight. Collins was thirty seven. Wow. Huh. Oh, boy. That that young Hawks team and uh, with with Coach McMillan, man, they're they're an exciting, fun story. Hey, somebody said it best. Um, Nobody told the Hawks that they weren't supposed to be here. Nobody told the Hawks that they weren't supposed to win a game. It's just the the same thing over and over again. Um, And it's... And it's just Trey Young doing what he does best, and that's going out there and dominating, and uh, just good heck, just so impressive, <laughs> man. And that's the thing is, like, don't be surprised if the Hawks win. No, no one like, should be surprised. Uh, don't, don't be shocked all of a sudden. Like this Hawks team's on a roll. It's all about getting hot at the right time. So, um. This is uh, Giannis sharing some of his thoughts after the game last night. It's, it, no, it's not not easy. It never, it never gets easy. Uh, you know, you don't want to lose. You know, you don't want to be down. Uh, but at the end of the day, as I said, you can't get too high. You can get too low. You got to come out game two, try to compete. Okay, well, look, and they've they've done enough. I think they've gotten to the. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals. They have depth. I mean, they have shooters. They have talent. But can they close out a team? Can they close out a hot scorer from the other team? They were able to withstand Kevin Durant and James Harden. I, well, I I wouldn't say withstand James Harden, Eric. I I think that was kind of a decoy version of James Harden. That's true. At the horizon, we want to give. But uh, I definitely with Durant was a problem though, and and the other thing about this is like I mean it, it's a different team it's a different it's a different <laughs> they just play basketball different because they don't have Harden and Durant it's a different team in that regard their size is different it's not as big of a team by the way Clint Capel was really good last night too he's not getting enough credit I thought Clint Capel on the defensive end was wonderful I thought he worked his butt off yeah yeah he's been great for them. Uh, just some comments from Trey Young after the game and just how well his team plays on the road in hostile environments. Uh, against the opposing crowd, um, an opposing team, and it feels like you're really just you're with your team and it's just them in the building. And I think that really brings our group together. We're a close group. And uh, when you're on the road, it really forces you to, to come closer with your teammates um, to, really, to really find a way to win. And I think that's why... I really like playing on the road with this team. Well, the Hawks like playing on the road, don't they? They like the underdog mentality. They like being doubted. They like being counted out. And they're look, 
Dude, even if you lose game two, you won you won that first two games. You really did. You got one win out of that. That's all you were asking for. Now you get to go home, whether it's 2-0 or 1-1. Or you get to go back home for two games and really have a chance to take care of business. Yeah, they stole home court. It's in their favor. But Milwaukee has proven that they can win on the road too. Yeah. Uh, the other NBA games going on, the other series going on in the Western Conference, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Phoenix, I should say, Phoenix and the L.A. Clippers. The series is back in Los Angeles tonight. And uh, Ajay looks like uh, Chris Paul has cleared COVID protocol and is available. And uh, Jay Crowder with some comments today about what uh, that difference can make having Chris Paul available on the court for the Suns. The savviness he brings as a point guard, as a, the, the guy with the ball making decisions on our team, he's 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 the guy making making the plays, whether it be for himself or for others. So uh, whether he scores two points tonight, I'm sure his impact will be much more than what what he scored. His impact as a leader, his impact of how he gets guys involved is, is undeniable. And that's what we miss the most out of uh, out of Chris is just his leadership. Once we get a six or seven point lead on the road, how do we handle the next few possessions? I think that's what Chris brings, especially uh, that's what he brought this whole playoffs and all, all season for us. How much does he change this series? Entirely. Entirely. Having Chris Paul, a veteran like that, on the court in the Western Conference Finals, just, I mean, we, we know the value of Chris Paul, Eric. You and I both know it very well. This team knows it. He brings a veteran presence to the team. There's calling presence when he's on the court. He makes good decisions. He's smart with the ball. He's unselfish. This is really, like, this is incredibly dangerous territory for the L.A. Clippers. Huge. You lose tonight, this series is over. I don't care if you win game four, game five. This series is over. Uh, Phoenix is favored by a point and a half tonight. Uh, Devin Booker has been outstanding. Oh, phenomenal. Hey, by the way, who's been more impressive, Devin Booker or Trey Young? Uh, I'd probably have to say Trey Young. Yeah, me too. And, I mean, for the Suns, what, ninth team that could win 10 straight games within a single postseason if they win tonight? Four of the eight previously have won a title. 17 Warriors, 16 Cavs, 01 Lakers, 99 Spurs. Wow. Dude, that is impressive what Phoenix has done. Yeah, they've, they've been on a tear. Paul George, how much pressure is on him? Um, There's going to be some pressure, but I don't know. I mean... I think the way this team has kind of come together with Kawhi being out, they're playing kind of without a lot of pressure. Like they, they played Phoenix really close in a couple of games on the road, similar to what they did to Utah. And then when the series shifts back to their place, I don't know that game three is going to be a blowout in L.A. like it was against the Jazz. I think it's going to be a really, really close game. Um, but uh, what what impact Chris Paul has on the game – what adjustments Ty Lue makes. Because, look, we have to give him credit for adjustments that he makes during the game and during a series. It's worked out really well for them. Yeah, uh, and again, I just – and that's the other thing. is Monty Williams. Eric, let this sink in your mind. Monty Williams is out coaching Ty Lue right now. In every way. Well, we thought Quinn Snyder was out coaching Ty Lue in the first two games of the semifinals. Yeah, that was a lie. 
<laughs> so we saw how that played out. Uh, let's see here. 2305 is Eric once said Chris Paul carries a tool belt. What? Eric, what are you talking about? Chris Paul carries a tool belt. I don't remember saying that. I'm not sure what that means all of a sudden. I have to think about that. Oh, jeez. Sounds like a good, you know, ponderous thing. No, don't, Eric. Some deep thought there. You know, he said toolbox. He's carrying a toolbox around him? What the fetch, Eric? What is your problem? Toolbox? It's got a lot of skills. You do a lot of different things. It's true. It's got a lot there. Uh, so Reggie Jackson, got to be a difference maker tonight. Is that uh, is that yeah more on him? We see yeah. more Rondo. Yeah, I well, I still like Reggie Jackson more than Rondo, just based on offensive need. You good over there? That's twice it keeps you've done going that. Going off on me. Oh, it's going off on you. Yeah, really. You're not just you know turning off and on buttons, huh? <laughs> No, I may have left one on that I should have turned off. Volumes are low. Boss has to come in and let you know. Come on, Eric. Um, no, sorry. Reggie Jackson uh, has got to be good tonight, and I, I think you got to stick with Reggie. I don't think Rondo's going to get it for you done or get it done for you offensively, and you need offensive help without Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Zubak's got to be better tonight. I don't, I don't think Zubak was that great in uh, in uh, game what's it two. So, uh, you need to see a better Zubok tonight as well for the Clippers. But DeAndre Ayton's been awesome. He's been a he's been a force. I think Jake Crowder's been really good. You know, being the enforcer and and uh, and kind of standing up to the Clippers. He brings that energy and that juice there. Well, and they've got other guys that that step up and have played big in certain moments. Um, you know, Payne for Phoenix, Mikel Bridges. Uh, they, they've had a lot of different guys step up and and play really big, important roles to take some of the load off of uh, a Booker. Now, is that going to be consistent? Is is campaign going to give you another twenty nine points in this series? Probably not, because when uh, Chris Paul comes back, he's not going to get those kind of minutes. But now he's established himself and given himself some confidence. Yeah, but now he can exactly, play against yeah, these guys. exactly, creating confidence in yourself and from your coach that you can go out there and go play in a you know in a big time game and be, um, be productive, be a stat sheet stuffer. Uh, your prediction for tonight: Clippers, Suns, Game Three, Western Conference Finals in L.A. Or is it part of your pick six? And should I not give it away? No, it's good. Uh. I have the Suns 110-100 over the Clippers. Whoa. Um, I think it's going to be the Clippers. Uh, and I think it'll be 107-104. to Hey, 2305 just texted in. Who would you trade the Warriors for the number 7 and 14 picks in the draft? You'd have to give up your whole team. You'd have to give up everybody. Wait, what? Who would you trade the Warriors for the number seven and 14 picks in the draft from the Jazz? Uh, ooh. 
You'd have to send a couple different players. Ingles, Bogey would have to go. <clears throat> George. George should have gone a long time ago. <laughs> and they're not going to even want him. They like shooters. Eric, I will. No. <laughs> All right, we got to take a step aside here in the full court press. Why do you do that? We've got. Why do you try to get me riled up like that? I'm calm. I'm fine. I'm enjoying myself doing the show with you. And you say something <laughs> stupid like that. Thursday is time for pick six. We'll take a step aside when we come back. Our picks for the weekend. And we'd love to have you play along as well. It's coming up on the Full Court Press. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you want small and simple or a little more, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner works personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. And you can rest assured the Riverwoods Conference Center is following every guideline from the CDC and Health Department. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-5151. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At My Mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at My Mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? This is Larry from Larry's Pharmacies. Often, commercial drugs don't meet individual needs. You may be allergic to fillers or dyes, need a unique strength, or something that is unavailable. Compounding medicine is how pharmacy began. I have compounded meds for over 30 years. My labs are state-of-the-art and conform to the highest standards. My highly trained staff will compound it accurately and price it fairly. If regular treatments don't work well, call me to see if there is a better, more economical alternative we can compound for you. Stay well. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Essie Needham Jewelers has been helping couples celebrate their anniversaries for more than a century. When you present her a piece of diamond jewelry in an Essie Needham box, it says you are committed to taking care of her forever. We absolutely stand behind our jewelry, our prices, and our service. We always have and always will. This anniversary, give the gift of diamond jewelry. A diamond from Essie Needham Jewelers says that you plan on being there for the rest of her life, just like we will be. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Oh, McDarrell has a farm and appliance farm. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Why buy from Daryl's? Lowest price guarantee. With our new digital price tags, which are updated daily, we check the internet to make sure we're the lowest price available. Test us. We dare you. Nobody's prices are lower. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, Eric, before we get into our pick six, Andre, you you found something. Yeah, so uh, Ian Nimi here uh, talking about TSPN about um, just you know his combine and his drive. Really quick, twenty second clip. Listen to this. Um, I feel like I can I can so, somewhat of some over somewhat of what Bam does on the offensive end, being able to play with handoffs and just make plays for others, and on, and then on the on the defensive end, I can block shots. Um, I can I can I can stay in front of guards as well. I just want to be able to. I just want to have defense as my main card, and then eventually evolve an offensive game. Um. So comparing himself to Bam Adebayo, wow, his offensive game and his defensive game too. It says it really wants his strength to be his defense. It sounded like he just said, "I'm better than Bam." Did he say that? I'm pretty uh, sure I heard him say that. No, he did not say he was better <laughs> than Bam. So, hey, really random question, Eric. But tell me if I'm wrong. Craig Hyssop looks like Robin Williams. Dude, wow. he looks just like him. Huh. I'll have to do a side-by-side, but I, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Are you sure? <laughs> it's time for a pick six. The six things we think might happen this weekend. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. It's the Full Court Press Pick 6. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. All right, pick six time. Six things we think might happen this weekend. I won last week, so I'm going to defer. Make AJ go first. Good for you. Dude, I'm sick of this crap. (laughs) Okay, College World Series. Vanderbilt, NC State, tomorrow. I would imagine Rocker is starting. It sounds like Rocker will be the starter for the Vanderbilt Commodores. I'm going to set the over-under at, mm, we'll say, nine and a half strikeouts, over-under. So, nine and a half strikeouts? Yeah. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. Okay. All right. Uh, Game four, Suns and Clippers. I'm going to say DeAndre Ayton. Nine and a half rebounds over under. Uh, ooh. Um, I'm going to take the under. Uh, I'll take the under. All right. And then Major League Baseball. Yankees, Red Sox. Yankees, and this is for Friday night, Eric. Okay. Yankees by three and a half over under. Um, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. All right. We'll stick with Major League Baseball for a moment. Chicago Cubs. They're at uh, the Dodgers for a four-game series in L.A. On Saturday, runs by the Cubs. Two and a half. Over or under? I hate these, dude. You always do the Cubs, too. 
They screw me over. What are you taking? <laughs> I'll take the under. I'm going to take the under. Yes. I'm taking the under, too. Sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, game seven tomorrow between the Islanders and the Lightning. Ooh, I like this. Combined goals, five and a half. Mm, over. Wait, five and a half? Yes. Under. I'm going to take the over. And then in Euro 2020, on Saturday, 1 o'clock on ABC, Italy versus Austria. Oh, gosh. Dude, it's not even our own country. Pick the winner. I don't know. Italy. I'm going to take Austria. Oh, my gosh, dude. If you win that, screw, you know what? Good for you. Good for you, Mike. More power to you, buddy. All right, and uh, a, a tiebreaker. We need a tiebreaker. Yeah, we got to do a tiebreaker. What are we doing? You won. <laughs> oh, so it's on me. Well, yeah, you won, dude. Come on, play the game. All uh, right? <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on. I'll find something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Hawks, Bucks. Game, let's see. Got to make sure I have the right day here, though. Uh, game, oh my gosh, it'll play till freaking, yeah, Sunday night. Game three. That's game three. Yep. Okay. Trey Young, 42 and a half points over under. Trey Young points at 42 and a half. I'll take the over. I'll say under. All right. So here's a quick rundown. College World Series, Vanderbilt and NC State. Rocker on the mound. Nine and a half strikeouts by a rocker. I took the under. You took the over. Suns and Clippers in game four. Ayton, uh, DeAndre Ayton rebounds at nine and a half. I, we both took the under. Uh, Major League Baseball, the Yankees and Red Sox on Friday. Yankees by three and a half. I took the under. You took the over. Cubs runs scored against the Dodgers on Saturday at two and a half. Uh, we both took the under. Uh, Islanders and Lightning in a game seven. That's uh, tomorrow night, I believe. Uh, that the combined uh, goals at five and a half. I took the over. You took the under. And then in Euro 2020, Italy versus Austria, which will be shown on ABC on Saturday afternoon. I picked Austria. You picked Italy. So that's our pick six for uh, this week. We'll see what happens we'll, when we get back together on Monday, which, by the way, a reminder, will only be on for one hour on Monday. And uh, through the rest of uh, the finish out June and through the entire month of July before we f pick up again for uh, two-hour shows in August. Uh, but on uh, Monday, we'll recap what happened over the weekend and reveal who won pick six. Is it going to be another loss for Ajay? Hey, did you or say you I wanted to lose this time? because you have something cool like hanging out in your grandma's closet or something? Uh, I, I may have made some picks against my better judgment today. Well, dude, because I, no, I, I want to, I want to give you this thing that I discovered while cleaning out some stuff. I, dude, that sounds so horrible. While cleaning out some stuff, I want to give you something. 
Remember yeah, I, dude, that just tell sounds about like that garbage disposal during no, the break. No, yeah, dude, that that actually. <laughs> by the way, I really need film on that. I honestly need film on that. Oh, uh, I did not have much luck trying to fix our garbage disposal last night. I was. I just want to hear you cuss. <laughs> oh man, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody.